Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Annie Fry Show is brought to you by Ruler Foods. Low prices, no coupons. Ruler Foods. That is exactly what I needed to hear. Thank God someone here knows what they're talking about. That's us. That's right. Gotta love this American ride. Right, you need to take the time and get the full picture. ladies. I mean, they rev my engine, but they don't belong in the newsroom. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady. Goodness sake, Seth, keep your voice down. Your father's listening to the radio. I'm not This is the Annie Fry Show. That's how I'm going to meet with the Republican Party. If Trump want to come to town, come and meet with us. Come have a meet with us, Trump. We are not going to stand by, stand idly by while you starve our community. These are our children and they will not be targeted while you take and make a better life for a new group that just walked into this country. Yesterday, $9,000 a month for these people. You know how hard it is? A thousand to $1,500? For every child, every illegal immigrant child that goes into Chicago public schools, you give them money for uniforms and computers and all these things, we're not going to stand down. And we ask that the Republican Party come and sit down and have a meet with us. So that's a Chicago black resident from a few weeks ago. And we already talked about the story where these individuals were asking for some attention because the immigration crisis that it is... Across the country right now, it is not something that is simply in blue cities. It's not something that's simply in red states. It's not something specifically in Martha's Vineyard. The idea of the Republican Party, uh, when they started putting some of these immigrants on buses and sending them to specific places from the red states where the immigrants are largely crossing into our country, was to make sure that the problem that they have been hollering about for a very, very long time isn't just made to be their problem because it is a national concern. And when we see blue city after blue city after blue city start to say, yeah, this isn't really working for us. This is a problem. 
now we're actually getting to the bottom of the issue, and it's becoming a much more bipartisan concern. Listen to Mayor Adams. We had to do a real job of explaining to everyday New Yorkers that the federal government has abandoned uh, this important issue. That's a national issue. So they're angry, and it's going to come out. I'm the mayor. (laughs) So the issue has to be addressed. This is a big, big first step on a bipartisan level to make sure that, in my opinion, the most immediate concern that American citizens have is being addressed. Thanks for tuning in today. Happy Monday. Good to have you here. Uh, We've got Steve Moore is going to talk to us at 105 about the economy and the insistence on the Biden uh, administration that this is the best economy ever and the incongruency of that with what the lived experience of middle America, of everyday Americans' lives, is not really pushing you in the direction where when when the cost of everything is still incredibly high, that economy that they're celebrating. And I've heard uh, economists, too. Uh, Steve Moore has talked before on this show, and he's he is an advisor to Donald Trump, has talked about high points of the economy right now. That is not translating to Main Street. And my question for Steve Moore is going to be, how is the economy going to drive the election in 2024? We are very, very close to 2024 being upon us. We are 323 days until Election Day. Do you remember when I was saying how many days until Election Day and we were in the 500s? We're in the 300s, approaching rapidly the twos. This is going to go by in a snap. And the amount of of uh, dips and climbs that we are going to have on this roller coaster that is going to take us into the election. There's no poll that I'm going to look at right now that pits the Republican nominee up against the Democratic nominee that I'm going to say, well, we got this in the bag. I'm not even going to say that in October. Ask Hillary Clinton about polling and certainties when it comes to predictions about elections. Every day that the uh, American existence continues to be as divided as it, as it is right now from both sides, as broken um, relationally in a community sense as it is right now, we are moving away from making America great again. And I say that with lowercase letters and not abbreviated as an acronym. I ask myself if the Democrat Party, if the Democrat nominee, if Joe Biden, should he be the nominee, which I don't believe for a second is going to be the case and pray that I'm wrong on that one. I don't believe that the Democrat Party wishes to make America great again, because I don't know if the people who are leading the direction of the Democratic Party believe that America is great. Or that it ever was great. I I can't look at the policies coming out of the Democrat Party. And, you know, we we refer to Republicans as conservatives. They're not 100 percent the same term, but uh, you're, you're generally principled as a conservative and you vote as a Republican. But the conservatism usually is the predicate for the latter. On the Democratic side, we have progressives who generally vote Democrat. And the idea of being a progressive is that you are constantly in search of progress. And in in the Democrat Party, it's active progress that is facilitated through government. That oftentimes the idea of progress is going to be a bit too much to ask, a bit too painful for 
everyday Americans. So the government steps in and pushes that progress along by funding the things that the that version of government. I guess in 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 the best light. Investing through government programs and uh, government regulation that will move progress in the direction that they think will fill in the blank here. Make America great. Move America into a more European style of governance, a bigger government that says, we're going to take care of your health care for you. Health care is a, a is a basic human right and it should be provided for you. Well, you can't do that without taking from people first. You can't pursue that kind of progressive uh, policies and regulations without taking from the American people to do it, which means every time that you see a progressive policy be put into place, you had to ask the American people to sacrifice, at least some of the American people to sacrifice, in order to make that possible for the people who will be able to access whatever that progress is. Republicans, conservatives, dramatically need to get back into the business of small government, not big government our way, but small government. And the only way to actively make that political outcome a possibility is to meet the Democrats on their turf in a way that conservatives and Republicans have not shown up to do en masse as a platform of the Republican Party. What the Democrats, what progressives have successfully done is they seek out marginalized groups. And the only way for them to super effectively highlight these marginalized groups is to amplify the volume of whatever the minority, the marginalized group, whatever that is, they need to find them, but then they need to turn the volume up on it because by virtue of being a minority, they're not the masses. They are the minority to the masses. So they need to figure out a way to amplify these groups. Now, again, in the best light, you amplify a minority group, marginalized group. You give them a voice that they couldn't do with uh, on their own because of the numbers game where there aren't as many of them as there are of whatever the antithesis of that group is. You give them a voice. The question is, what for? What's the end game in finding a minority group or a marginalized group? What's the end game there? Because the progressive end game and the Democrat led by progressive end game are different things. Look at the right side of the aisle again. Conservative principles say we should have smaller government. And then we elect these Republicans who are supposed to foundationally be rooted in those conservative ideals, and then they do big government our way. That's not, that's a, not a possibility if the principle of conservatism is, in fact, smaller government. You have to be willing to get to a position where you can vote to l shrink government, spend less money. It, 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 I'll just start with spend no more money than you actually have as a conservative principle. We don't see that from anybody in Washington, D.C., save maybe 
Massey in the House, Rand Paul in the Senate. I forgive forgive me if uh, I've missed the other maybe two or three people in 538 congressional representatives who are so principled on that that they take punches and blows from each side. So we see where the conservative to Republican political breakdown is. The conservative principle, small government, not being enacted in the Republican vote in our representation, in our republic. Shift back over to the left side of the aisle. I believe there are a lot of people, I know them personally, and I think that you probably know them personally as well. If you're a conservative like me, you have progressive family members, you have progressive friends, you have progressive coworkers, and they care so deeply about people. It's the emotional drive that they have to care so deeply about people is incredibly admirable. And I think conservatives will often feel that same way, but they handle that situation differently. And in many cases with excuses. The progressive side of the aisle partners with the Democratic politicos to amplify these marginalized voices. To turn the volume up on minority voices. But I go back to my question, what is the end game? Because if the end game for a emotionally invested progressive is equality, is the idea that a black person and a white person can walk into a room and be treated fully equally. The Democrat machine takes that and turns it into equity. Because that's how they get votes. The end game for the Democrat machine is votes. It's not actual progress. If they achieve the progress that they're investing their time and so much money into, if they actually achieve the progress, they wouldn't have anything to campaign on next cycle. If you look at the progressives and their investment in, and their time spent on amplifying Voices from the LGBTQ community. I was listening to Tammy Bruce on Outnumbered today, and she was talking about the sex scandal that is taking place in Congress right now because a staffer for Senator Ben Cardin, who happens to be a Democrat, a staffer filmed himself. I'm trying <laughs> filmed himself. I'm just f- track with me here. Filmed himself in a Senate meeting room doing an unsavory activity with another male staffer and posted it on the internet. And Tammy Bruce said that this type of behavior hurts the the LGBTQ movement so incredibly much. And that what she referred to, Tammy Bruce, who happens to be lesbian. I don't know if you know that. She was formerly a liberal. She went to California. She met Rush Limbaugh and was like, Rush is not what everybody said he is. He's not the evil uh, boogeyman that everyone said he is. Actually very kind and very generous. And so she started listening to him and, and she said he makes sense on everything. And she's become a conservative spokesperson. She referred to it as gay ink. Has taken the idea that homosexual people exist in our world And they're people, just like other people. And what she referred to as gay ink has turned it into an industry 
and promoted, dramatically promoted the sexual side of these people who exist just like heterosexual people do. And in her words, this is dramatically hurt people who have worked for equality. The idea that they could exist in the world without their sexuality having to be the most important thing about themselves. It is a part of who they are, but it's not everything about who they are. Uh, You can, in fact, even be homosexual and Republican at the same time. Because it's not the most defining thing about who these individuals are. The progressive movement worked hard for that equality so that people could see, and you don't have to agree with it, uh, you might disagree with it, and you have an American right to do that, and they have an American right to disagree with you and how you feel about them, and then we move on. Progressivism takes all of these issues and says, at least these cultural issues, and pushes it so that they are mainstream so we can talk about it and have a conversation about it. And the Democrat Party monopolizes it so that they can get what? The end game is votes. I want conservatives to look at what progressives are willing to do for the causes that they believe passionately in, what they show up for, even though on a whole list of things that you could say about, you know, the pillars of the progressivism that we experience in America, I might culturally disagree with 75% of them. Not politically, but culturally. I might disagree with any variance of how they are pushing any specific narrative, but I've been on this show talking about the idea that, wow, let's, let's give Annie an opportunity here just to identify about who I am, not who anybody else needs to be because they hear me say these words out loud, but... I'm a traditional person. I am, you know, monogamous in my relationship with my husband. I met my husband. We got married. We then had kids. We live in the suburbs. Two working households, more than two and a half kids. I I divert a little bit there than the average norm. But we are first and foremost a Christian household, and I have zero shame about that. And when people hear me say that I'm a Christian and then they attack me for that, that's a them problem. That's not a me problem. And if I'm espousing my Christianity correctly, I should not be ashamed of it. And I should not put myself in a position to hurt people with it. But what has been made successful culturally up to this point is that I should also be quiet about it. And I just won't. In my My willingness to say that out loud in and of itself does not mean that if you're listening to the show and you are Jewish, if you're listening to the show and you are agnostic or atheist or uh, whatever the Muslim, whatever the uh, opportunities are out there in the faith world, I'm just telling you who I am. Why should that be intimidating to anybody else? Because we are we are confronted first and foremost with all of the things that everybody else is identifying with on the other side of these issues. It is like the first thing that you need to understand about those individuals. Why can't we as conservatives speak up on that issue and just say, this is who I am? I mean, you know, harm. It's just who I am. We're into that, right? Identification of who we are and how we represent ourselves. Here's the magic key, though. This is where we have to take a note from the progressives on the left and the way that they are hearts on fire about the issues that they care about. Even even 
boy, this is difficult for me, more so in the emotional side of the equation than the the cognitive mental part of the equation where you're thinking about it and you're like seriously steeped in ration and reason and facts and statistics. Boring. All of those things need to exist. We need the fire. We need the passion. We need to be the people who see women who are unexpectedly expecting and show up for them. No government program involved. We need to be the people who show up because there are people who are hungry and we feed them. No government program involved. We need to be the people who speak up for those who want to speak up in ways that we don't like because the First Amendment right allows them to do that. No government program involved. There are a few places where the government needs to step up and be the priority, and the southern border is priority number one. And those two clips that I played at the beginning of the show are bringing American people together on both sides of the aisle because those are the places where the government should be the front line. If we want to be conservative in principle, we have to be active in our conservatism, and we need to help people. We need to see people. We need to stand up for people, and we need to show up for people. And conservatisms, conservatives in 2024 need to be seen everywhere. Enough of being heard. There are way too many people in the world, maybe myself included, who need to be heard. When everybody is shouting, you can't listen to anybody. You hear the noise, but you don't hear what they're saying. It's time to be seen. Be seen first. Then maybe somebody will ask you more about you. And then you get to identify who you are because they asked. They've invested. And they invest because you invest first. Not in the government, but in the people in your community. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the YouTube live chat poll. Do you have broken relationships due to political differences? The holiday season is uh, well upon us. And the family get-togethers that happen this time of year, I hear a lot of folks talking about how they can be a little stressful. you got to kind of plan and position yourself to get through the holidays. How do we stop getting through the holidays and start enjoying every moment of the holidays? Let's discuss it when we come back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to the Annie Fry Show. It's Christmas week. Can we officially call Christmas week? Christmas is one week from now. Yes. Yes, we can say that. We can do whatever we want. I give you permission. Yeah. Fact check that. Yeah. Fact checkers. Seven of you on... Snopes. Oh, I was just going to say YouTube <laughs> or whomever it's, it is that hates. It's community notes. <laughs> yeah, who, who, who likes I'll have to ask Scooter. Scooter, is that okay? Christmas week? This is a start now. We should definitely post that on Twitter and just ask community notes yeah. to, to check us on yeah, it. Yeah, tag at community notes. Yeah. Actually. Will. <laughs> when the Annie Fro Show was broadcasting this, it was technically one week before Christmas. <laughs> And we don't even really know what day Jesus was born. Right. It could have been as far back as September, so it's something you might want to research on your own before just trusting Twitter. Did you find this fact check helpful? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, The YouTube live chat poll, uh, the YouTube live chat poll is, do you have broken relationships due to political differences, yes or no? I believe... That now that we are, see, if Donald Trump came on the scene as a political figure in 2015, we're almost nine years into this. I almost wonder if there are people who would say, no, they don't, because the relationships were broken so long ago that you've just moved on. Trump added fuel to that fire, though. I I do believe, because yes, while most of us, I, I would say probably if you listen to the station, um, you've had the the right lean for maybe some time now, and you may have lost relationships the before Trump. Lean or yeah. The correct one. No, the, the correct one. Or, yeah. you know. <laughs> lean in is what I'm saying. Um, but Trump definitely hit the accelerator on all that stuff. And Obama was potentially as divisive as Trump was. He but was. You, just, you, you don't get the the media buy-in on making sure that that fire is stoked every day. Yes, and you didn't get the vitriol from the left. While Obama was president, you could criticize Obama and people would just kind of go, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, A lot of people disagreed with Obama. But it was when Trump came on the scene that there was entire side of the aisle that I had never seen go crazy like that before. And those people really did change some of their relationships. I would like to think that we didn't as much, but that that, they responded to that more than we did. I was I was trying to think whenever you ask this question, if I ever had anybody any relationships, I can only think of one person that that went to our church, and I wouldn't say that we were. Um, You're gonna tell us the name? No, I wouldn't <laughs> say that that we were like best friends or anything like that. But we had a good relationship. We were friendly toward one another. We'd talk. We'd see one another at church if we saw somebody saw one another out. You know, whatever. And they ended up leaving our church because there were so many Trump supporters at the church. I've never had anybody – I've never broken a friendship over political re- relationships, but I've had people break my friendship over it because I'm willing to look past it. There like, are polls and studies that show that they, that conservatives are not the ones who cut off relationships, but they are cut off – conservatives are the ones who get cut off. Yeah. Interesting. And, and that has been my experience. It's kind of interesting, though, that you mentioned like the Christmas parties this uh, the the Sunday before yesterday. So a week ago, Sunday was my family's on my dad's side Christmas party. And so we got together and 
as things go, I haven't seen most of these people since before the the lockdowns and stuff like that because we stopped during the lockdowns and doing the big parties and nobody ever thought to bring it back up or go again. But we they were like, hey, let's have this party. So we get together. I haven't seen a lot of these people in three or more years. And they're like, so Brad, what do you do? What are you up to? And I was like, oh, I, I'm, I can't tell you. I'm, a, I, I'm I, in the CIA. I, it's a secret. I, I work. <laughs> I work on. I work in radio. And they're like, oh yeah, what do you do? It's like I'm a producer. Oh, what does that do? And I was like, oh, I do this and that. And they're like, okay, what kind of show is it? And I was like, it's a talk show. And they're like, oh, what kind of talk show? And then there's like that awkward pause where you're trying to read body language and stuff like that. I actually had one uh, conversation with my cousin. She's like, so are you? Or are you? And fortunately, my wife and her and and her are very good friends on Facebook. She's like, my wife's sitting there. She's like, we're on your side. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> but it's just funny that and and hi if you're listening because I told her that she's from Texas, but I said you can listen in on YouTube and see us. So if hi, she's Texas. Yeah. So if you could see us, hi. Mm-hmm. Um, Is her name Tex? No. Okay. And I will it's not Max. be sharing her name. <laughs> but anyway, it was it was funny because there's like that awkward of like. Are, are we going to continue this conversation you, or are we going to stop? If you reveal that you're a conservative, you know that there are people who who have loved you up until that moment that may no longer speak to you after that moment. Yes. It's that drastic. I can't think of a single person in my life, not one, who was diametrically politically opposed to me that I decided I don't want to speak to them again. Right. They, they don't. Yeah. I have people in my family. I have people in my uh, friend circle that I grew up with who hate me. I've never talked politics to them before, but they know that this show exists and they hate me. They will they will speak publicly about me and social media and stuff. But they've never once said it to my face and they will not talk to me anymore. That's sad. It is, but it's like, I guess now I know. And I I, I don't, but that means that there is something in their minds about me specifically as a conservative that is unforgivable. I mean, it's that drastic. It's not, it's not like, I can't believe that you think that uh, children should be able to choose family should be able to choose where they send their kids to school how dare you <laughs> and i'm like why well, i'm a big fan of school choice and and that, that we can't mend that divide it's not that it's the idea that something in the fact that i have voted for donald trump that i would vote for ron DeSantis, that i would vote for nikki haley hell i'd vote for chris christie there's something about that that is an unforgivable sin that I can't do anything to atone for. That means they just have to keep me out of their life. Yeah. They don't even really try to, they don't try to change you. They just cut you off. There's something so abhorrent about who you are that they consider it evil and I cannot communicate with it. It's impossible. I, I, all of us were married by the time Trump took office, but I imagine that if you were still dating in this era, that we would have a lot different stories because you're out there, you're talking to a lot more people, you're trying to figure out who you like, you know, what you have in common with people. I bet that conversation is pretty intense if you're not married, if you're in the dating world in the, since 2016. 
Kathy comments on YouTube, COVID really elevated people to have an egotistical power that seems to have crossed lines into all the very liberal talking points. I used to take their narrative. Now I listen and speak my beliefs. I think that COVID is a factor that I haven't mentioned today that really dramatically forced people into their corners. Mm. And it's just, it is incredible. It's absolutely incredible to think how political the vaccine is and how people wear their their 15 pieces of flair to make sure everybody knows how how much invested they are in and the importance of vaccines. And when Donald Trump was still possibly the president, Kamala Harris said, if President Trump says take this vaccine, I will not take it. She said that in the in the <laughs> vice presidential debate. It was so dangerous to her. If Trump said do this, she would not do it. And then it became core gospel for the political left after Joe Biden won. Mm -hmm. Joe Biden got two vaccines while Donald Trump was still the president of the United States. He trashed Donald Trump's responsibility in COVID, irresponsibility, as he put it, claimed to have essentially invented the vaccine himself. That's a dramatization, but not terribly far from what he lied about because the way he spoke about the vaccine was as if he's the one who brought it to the American people because he needed to claim it. And for people who weren't paying attention to the vice presidential debate, uh, yeah, the one where Mike Pence had a fly on his head, people were like, oh, yeah, I remember that. I watched that. That was wild. Um, the, <laughs> I saw somebody put up a meme that said pretty fly on a white guy. <laughs> I just think about that and I can't stop thinking about that now so much that it's distracting me. Remember when the vaccine was bad because Trump said to do it and then it just magically became good because Joe Biden claimed the vaccine is his own and then said you need to get 12 doses. And everyone's like, yippee skippy, let's go. I got two. Who's got 12 vaccines and two arms with Band-Aids? Not me. This is where we this is where we have arrived to where anything can be politicized and we are willing to sacrifice medically for the cause or potentially on the conservative side of the aisle. There are people who did not get the vaccine because there were political entities that said don't get the vaccine. We need to live in a world where you go to the doctor and the doctor says, this is what I think you should do. And you trust that doctor to care more about your health than a check they're getting from Pfizer or however that works in the medical community for the amount of vaccines that are dispersed or the politics behind that doctor and how they make their advice. If you're going to a doctor and they say you should do this or you need to not do this and you aren't going to follow your doctor's orders because you're not sure you trust their politics, you need a new doctor. But politics is everything. And it's getting into the most important parts of our lives. It's been in the most important parts of our lives, so much so that, to my first point, I feel as though we have lost relationships that are so far gone right now that you might say to the YouTube live chat poll, come join us on the Annie Fry YouTube channel, you might say to the YouTube live chat poll, do you have broken relationships due to political differences? What was yes four or five years ago might be no now because you've just moved on. We need your feedback on those comment on, on your vote on the YouTube and we'll read some of them. Jay Hanner says, if your political beliefs have ruined a relationship, you need to run a check. Most of the time, politics are off limits in my personal life, especially 
on the holidays. And I bet you Jay Hanner is a conservative. Paul said, I'm in the center on most issues, so I haven't really lost any friendships. I criticized Trump and Rudy for their election lies, which I think alienated some friends to my right. But that's it. Uh, Dirk says, no, I don't have any broken relationships based on politics. If politics breaks a friendship, then it wasn't a true friendship. And then I'll add here, if I still have it up here. um, Where was it? Edward said that my father was at D.C. on January 6th, so safe to say he's very MAGA. We have no problems at all with our relationship. We just avoid talking politics altogether. And, you know, to Edward's point, if you are somebody who is related to said person, you might have a, a prevailing reason to not let that relationship get broken. But I think there are a lot of, of friendships that just decided to part ways because the politics got in the way. Maybe, maybe not. Our very, very, very The Scientific poll will uh, tell us at the end of the show. Well, 245 will give the results as to what you voted. When we come back, Wiggins America and the Monday Roundup. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Wiggins. Oh! This here's a wildest ride in the wilderness. Indeed it is. <clears throat> this is everything that you might have missed over the weekend. And actually, in the case of this story, a little bit beyond the weekend, because this has been coming out slowly, but the article says it's official. The golf ball rollback is happening. Have you guys heard about this up until this point? Because it's been kind of discussed for a number of years now, but it is official now. That they are going to start limiting how far the USGA and PGA are going to limit how far golf balls can go. Because they say... Have you heard about this? It's at the top of my list. Well, it's it's been in discussion in the golf world for a while. 
And <clears throat> they those, say it's because in the, know. <laughs> the the pros are getting so good that they're having to extend courses. They, they keep having to add distance to courses. Well, limit their golf balls and leave me alone. I'm hot garbage. That is the argument <laughs> right there is why don't they just do it to the pros put their, then? Put their golf balls in the humidor. I also... I wonder, and, and by the way, if you're wondering how much this is going to impact you, it says the change is impact, expected to roll back the, the ball, and this is over the next like four years they're going to be doing this, by about 15 yards for the game's longest hitters, but only about 9 to 11 yards for a, an average hitter. But that's still, that's I mean, a ton. 10 yards, that's going to do something to your game. The thing I don't like in general about this is who cares the pros are just getting better. You don't have to make the courses longer. Just let them keep playing the same courses. Why, 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 do you, why do you have a problem with them getting better? You can just go down and score. It makes the game still just as competitive. It's not as if they're getting hole-in-ones on par fives. I mean, I guess that has probably happened at some point, but that's not common. So I don't get what the big concern is that why we have to do this. Leah, are you a golfer? No, not at all. I swing like a softball player, so no. Well, so does Brad. That's why I'm hot garbage. <laughs> Annie uh, is actually a pretty good player, but she's not going to be any more now that you're going to take away all of her distance. Actually, she might have more of an advantage. Why? Because <laughs> you play from the ladies' tees. I always, it's not an advantage, it's an equalization. Yes. yes. That's the whole point. Well, you will be highly sought after in scrambles. If I were, I've, if I were playing for the ladies' tees and bad, that doesn't make it an advantage. No, but you I do... play from the ladies' tees, and I'm good the first two times I golf in the year. Annie and then Fry, I think I'm good, and then it just gets dramatically worse. Do you, Brad, same question for you. Are you going to load up on balls made pre-2023? No, I'm too incredibly cheap to do that. No, I get the balls out of the pond that people left behind. I know they're waterlogged, yeah. and I don't care. They were free. Me too. That's the best. Pond balls are the best. You don't feel bad when you come back from Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> back from whence you came. I'm glad uh, we covered that. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, the next one is uh, simply in, in light of that story. Do you live in More? one of America's strongest <laughs> states? So, uh, in light of not being able to hit the ball as far, there is a lift vault story that's come out. Are you trying to tell us something? I, 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 maybe there's a theme here. I don't know. As you age, are you trying to look for, like, this is the excuse when you go golfing, you know, balls these days? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm going to say. But also, uh, I looked up the top 10 states, and neither Illinois nor Missouri are in the top 10 as far as squats, benches, or deadlifts. Just so you know. And if you want to know which state's stronger, well, according to just squat stats, Missouri's 607, Illinois is 637. Illinois is a little bit stronger, but according to the bench press, Missouri is a little bit stronger. Just letting you know whether you live in a strong state or a weak state. I already know I live in a weak state. My state <laughs> sucks. Uh, this has also been making the rounds, but it's apparently from a comment that Warren Buffett made over 10 years ago, I don't know why it's become a trending topic, but it says that Warren Buffett has a financial plan to eliminate America's debt in five minutes. And it's very, very easy. I want to see if you guys agree with this. He said, I could end the deficit in five minutes. You just pass a law that says that anytime there's a deficit of more than 3% of GDP, 
all sitting members of Congress are ineligible for re-election. You think it would work? No. Why? Because if it would work, for, first of all, who has to pass that legislation? Congress. <laughs> yes, I don't believe he could do that. This is a really good PR thing for Warren Buffett. And you know how you know that? This story is over 10 years old. <laughs> it is. It, it is. It pops up in my algorithm monthly. Does it really? Yeah. Oh, man. I, this is the first time I'd seen it. But I think it's, it's great if you could get enough members of Congress on board, which is, of course, How the would key. you do that? Yeah, you'd have to have a ton of public pressure. Why don't we have, why don't we have term limits? Who has to make term limits happen? It's a great question. Hey, convention of states. The answer is Congress. Convention of states. That's how we're going to do it. A convention of you know how people say it would take an act of Congress? Convention of states is on the other side of an act of Congress. Yeah, it's difficulty. even harder. It's All right, stick harder. around. We got Steve Moore and Mark Lauder on the Annie Fry Show when we come back. Get more at 971talk.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.